And now, Jabroni Studios, in association with Big Herm Productions, is proud to present to you, recording from an undisclosed location in Oakdale, Connecticut, it's Chris Burns, it's Chris Lynch, this is Dysfunction Junction. Welcome everybody to the train ride from hell, the non-stop to nowhere. Welcome back to Dysfunction Junction. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I love it. My name is Chris Burns. To my immediate left, my co-host. Chris Lynch. And of course, the producer extraordinaire, Michael Big Herm, P.S. Herman. Hello, hello. How's hello. everybody doing? How's Christmas? Christmas was great. Christmas was great. It was very good. Very subdued. Very quiet. Nice, quiet time with family. Just the way... I like it. Yeah, yeah. We, we you know, we, we all would always go big or go home for the last few years, and this year we're like, you know what? We really didn't even get each other presents. I bought a few small things for Megan, and she was like, "No, I feel like a jerk. I didn't really get you anything." It's but not the point. It's not the point. It was just this year we were looking for a more subdued, more mm-hmm. um, just kind of personal thing. Right. Uh, have dinner with my mom and her boyfriend. We had a great Christmas Eve together with our. Feast of Seven Fish. <laughs> it was so good, dude. I fucking hate you. It was so good. The best lobster bisque, Flanders Fish oh. Market. Um, it was a, it was a good you're time. Ban- you're banned from the show. Herm. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Already? <laughs> no, that sounds fantastic. As soon as you said earlier in the week, oh, the Feast of Seven Fish, I was like mentally masturbating over this. I, I wanted a piece of this, but it's all gone now. Yeah. Well. Fucker. I do have some uh, bisque still downstairs. You hold on to that bisque. Yeah. It's all good. And now, Chef Herm. Yeah. How did it go? Like, what 7,000 creations did you bring to the table on uh, Christmas? We, we, we did bre- We did dinner at my mother-in-law's, um, but uh, we did breakfast at my house. We did uh, my, 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 my baked French toast. I did uh, biscuits with sausage gravy. Um, <laughs> Fuck, I hate you both. Yeah, yeah, cheddar biscuits. That too, sounds so good. Ones. God damn. Um, we did sausage. I uh, had a bunch of other stuff, juices and fruits, stuff like that. But um, yeah, that and we had the open house on Christmas Eve. I did a, a bunch of fried foods, biscuit coated chicken. Ooh. Mott sticks, mac and cheese bites. Mm. All the shit that would have had me in bed the next day or on the can. Deep fried, du- deep fried double stuffed Oreos. Oh, and we had your favorite dessert for your stomach, uh-huh. homemade cheesecake. Oh. <laughs> Ricotta cheese base. Yeah, I whipped, oh. those, uh, I whipped up a cherry cheesecake to take to, to dinner, and um, I put together a, 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 three, a triple berry crumble that was pretty tasty. Okay. Those are always good. I just had dinner with friends. I was invited over by the wonderful Bingham family of Norwich, Connecticut. Bill and Gina, fantastic people. Nice. Watched as much as I hate, and I say that with a capital H, hate Christmas movies. Sat through two Christmas Chronicles. Uh, Of course, Christmas Vacation. Can't go wrong with that one. Oh, that's probably one of my favorites. Uh, Daddy's Home 2. You know, and, and going back to the, like you were talking about the gift thing. You get gifts... Last year, year before, whatever, I had I've had this this great bottle of wine that my boss bought me, and I looked it up. It's an expensive motherfucker, but it's been sitting in my house for a year. A year, yeah. So I said, "Hmm, who do I know that drinks wine? Don't know if Gina drinks wine. I'm gonna gift her this expensive ass bottle of wine." Then I felt like shit because I don't have anything for Billy. Grabbed him a bottle of one of the smaller bottles of Jack Daniels. And here you go. You're the you're the host of the show, man. Here's here's your gimmick. 
Because I ate like a pig. I was in turkey coma by plate three. Well, so here, here's my point to why we did what we did with the gifts. Yep. <clears throat> Two years ago, I bought Megan a crochet, teach yourself crochet kit. Still sitting in her office. Okay. <laughs> I bought one of the, her one of the Cricut two makers so we could do like arts and crafts together. Yeah. Still sitting in her office. Ah. So it's just like <coughs> we have all these great intentions and want to do things together like that because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm crafty and artsy whatever what the fuck but i heard that about you run dmc said that whoa whoa you're crafty um, was it dmc please help me with that it was the beastie boys was beastie boys crafty sorry but you know it's it's the alive ones yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not about the material it's about the love behind it mm-hmm. and, and you know what my gift was was i got to spend time with my family there you go beautiful so, Chris, you've got a quick hit for us. Why don't you uh, jump right in? All right. So, my first quick hit is over the holiday weekend, we lost Bis- uh, Desmond Bishop to two. Oh, wow. I didn't even read that. Yeah. He passed away on, I want to say, Sunday. Wow. 92 years old. Ugh. Um, literally a saint to the humanity. Oh, up, without that, question. On yeah. the earth. And he, he fought very long and hard for the the proper treatment of... Just people in general, not necessarily people of color, but just people. He he was a big, big proponent of just treat each other as you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Um, just a very nice person. And I've listened to several of his speeches over the course of my lifetime. And just a very uplifting person, very positive. And, y- you know, he stood by Nelson Mandela. I was going to say instrumental in getting Mandela out of prison. He stood by Mandela's side while he was uh, in prison during apartheid. And just a, just a very, to me, just a, a guy, I, I have a bucket list of people that I want would want to talk to. He's one of them. Okay. Just to hear his. Well, in- like we mentioned last week, maybe if we can find a medium that can come sit in on a show, <laughs> we'll talk to Kuklinski. Oh, what an eclectic group that would be. Kuklinski, Tutu, Tutu, and Prince, and, and Prince. Yeah, I want Jesus. Throw, I want to throw- we'll have Jesus in there too. I don't know if Jesus does. Yo, mediums. Tutu and Jesus could talk some serious shit. Together. Yeah, they could. I want to get Dimebag on the list. No, he's hung up right now. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Stop me if you've heard this one. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus walks into a hotel. <laughs> he goes to the innkeeper and he slams his fist on the ground. He opens up his hand. There's three nails. He says, hey, can you put me up, up for, for the night? night? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I, Thank you. We'll be here all week. <laughs> if you're extremely religious. You can send the hate mail to yeah. Junction, Junction Dysfunction Show at gmail.com. I would give you my personal email, but it will probably be flooded. But oh. again, I just want to say if you're a very religious person, I don't mean to offend. I'm the guy that told I'm the, the fucking com- joke. I, I, well, I'm you laughed. You're going to hell too. We bring this comedy to our show to, to just entertain. It's not you have necessarily not necessarily how our belief, uh, not necessarily a, a portrait of how I feel. It's just humor. Basically, it's how Herm feels every fucking day of his <laughs> if life. You can't. If you the can't, following statements are the statements of the person who made them and are not the statements of this, <laughs> this here TV show <laughs> right. and the studio here in that broadcast them. Parental discretion is, is advised. advised. But we'll be completely Jesus. fucking ignored! <laughs> Alright, so my other quick hit. By the way, I gotta ask. Yes. Because if I didn't, I wouldn't be doing this show or our fans justice. Yes. Was Bishop Tutu well done? He was, he looked, a, per, he he was, was a person of color. He was cooked. 
That, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> My co-host, David Duke. Um, tiptoeing around the tulips here. <laughs> All right, you said Tiny you Tim, a, Tiny Tim. No. Said you had a second quick hit. Uh, another quick hit. This is a personal thing that I went through over the holiday weekend. Um, it, a cream will, will take care of that, by the way. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> so <clears throat> we do the Feast of Seven Fish every year for... for for, for the Christmas Eve tradition, we've been, my wife and I have been doing this for 25 years. <clears throat> and I went to Flanders Fish Market, one of the best fish markets in the state. Si, senor. Go, please go patronize them. They're awesome and really good people. Herm's giving you the Iggy. What the fuck? You ever eaten there? They're fresh. Oh, all right. Don't I, eat there. I'll put a comma here and say, their fresh seafood is some of the best I've ever had. Take it home, cook it style, or take it home, cook it style. Well, okay, don't get, let them cook for you. Get raw, get raw fish, raw scallops, raw shrimp, whatever you, crab, whatever you want to do, and make it yourself. Something from the fish counter to the plate goes bad. Okay, never eaten there, so I don't know. So I go there first. I get get my selection of stuff: lobster bisque, uh, stuffy shrimp, stuffed flounder, blah blah blah. It was a quick process. It was about 40 minutes start to finish between me spending 10 minutes in the parking lot trying to find a spot, go in, or place my order, and walk out. So the next place I go to is an old Sabre, <coughs> place called Fromage. Yes. They are a wine and specialty food shop that does a lot of really cool stuff. I walk in, and the line is snaked through the entire store, through the retail section, to the front door. I'm like, Jesus. Uh, two days before Christmas. Understood. Okay. But this is something you can't just buy a week ahead of time and let sit in your fridge. It's not going it, to be in a yellow Gorton's box. Correct. And it's not something that's going to be edible by the time you want to take it out. What most people don't realize is if you want to you enjoy and experience a really good cheese, it's got to be at room temp. That's how I've always found it. Blue cheese, Montechego, uh, Brie. They you know have, who you sound like right now? The Curd Nerd. Yeah, oh, I do. Curd Nerd Jim. Woo, woo. Yes, go um, find Curd Nerd on Instagram and Facebook. It's Manchego. It's a cheese specifically a from the La Mancha region in I don't Spain. Give a, I don't give a shit if it's Chicago. I'm listening to the story. Manchego. Manchego. No, so, <laughs> so I'm standing in line, and I strike up a conversation with the guy behind me. I turn around and look at him. He's just kind of like rolling his eyes. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're the two assholes who came out two days before Christmas to get their cheese platter. And he laughs and blah, blah, blah. We're, we're shooting the shit. And I said, I just came from um, Flanders Fish Market to get my seven fish. He goes, oh, dude, I did mine online and blah, 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 blah. I just walked in, gave him my name. My shit was ready. It was already paid for. I walked right the fuck out. I'm like, I have to remember that for next year. Cool. Thank you for the tip. Okay. So we're continuing to shoot shit, moving up in line. But now we're social distancing. We're oh, Christ. That was a requirement of the store. I, I right, always, right, ca I right, always carry right. a, I always carry a mask with me, no matter where I go, because you never know what the requirement is going to be. I don't want to be caught with, you know, my pants down. You it, lie like a rug. You're always about getting caught with your pants down. Well, I'm Irish, so there's not much to talk about. <laughs> um, so I... I'm shooting a shit with this guy, and this woman comes barging in through the store, goes to the front counter. Did you just assume her gender? No, she was definitely a woman. Okay, just checking. She walks to the front counter, 
to the left of the front front end where, where, where there's two registers there now this is it's a small shop it's family owned and it they they've all been working there for years and years and years and they do the best they can through the holiday seasons christmas new year thanksgiving etc right so <clears throat> there was clearly a line in an order to get to your front why am ma- i not going to like the end of this story and make your selections so she cuts in front of me and I tap her on the shoulder. I say, excuse me, I'm next in line here. She turned around, looked at me, no mask in my face saying, I'm in a rush. I turned around and looked at the guy who's standing. Who are you, Neil fucking pert? Sit down. <laughs> I turn around and look at the guy who's standing behind me that I'm shooting the shit with. I was like, did she really just fucking say that? Like, we haven't been standing here for 20 to 25 minutes. Like, nobody else has someplace like to fucking nobody be else, better than this goddamn line. Well, like, nobody else has something to do other than stand in fucking line to get to get four or five different fucking cheeses. I already don't like this bitch. So, Ooh. she looks at me and says, well, I have other things to do. I'm like, listen, lady, I understand. I- I've been trying to do shit all day long. Nope, I'm ready. <laughs> don't. Don't fucking cut in front of me because you feel mo- you're more entitled to be the front of the line than me. And the guy behind me goes, yeah, that was really fucking rude. So she, we're having back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, look, lady, you do what you got to fucking do to get yourself through your day and make yourself f- feel good about yourself. I'm next in line. When they call the next person, I'm going to cut in front of you and you can go fuck yourself to the left. I'd Gretzky her into the boards. She it's got she got so upset at me and the guy behind me that she just threw her hands up, ripped her mask off her face, and stormed out the fucking door. And the girls behind the counter were like golf clapping. Nice. Because I, I'm, I'm sympathetic to the cause. This small business owner trying to make, make buy on a holiday weekend. They have all hands on deck. But this twat decides that her needs outweigh the needs of anyone behind me who have already been standing here for 20 to 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't get upset at the fact that I have to wait in line for 40 minutes to get service. I get upset when people disrupt that Or they, they think they're more important than you and Cor- deserve that Cor- spot better than you who have already established yourself in said line for 20 plus minutes. Correct. And, and you know, and uh, I, I sympathize with, the, with the, the way these people are treated that work behind the line because they are trying to, b- to provide them as the best service possible to get people in and out, get as much business through the door, in the coffers, and and well, let's bring up the next per- person. What makes you so fucking special that you deserve to get in front of me? The answer is nothing. And I, I would let people go ahead of me. If it's a little old lady standing behind me who's in a walker or a fucking cane, ma'am, do you want to go ahead of me? It's I have- like, like the people at the grocery store. And I've done that, too. Yeah. I've done that, I've too. I've got six items. They've got a buggy full of stuff for the week. Would you like to go ahead of me? I say thank you, or I'll do the same in reverse. You know where I get that a lot? Dollar Tree, when I go get the big sodas for the week. Right. And I've got three or four of these bullet bottles of sodas. These people are buying snacks for what seems like 100 kids at a sleepover. And I'm like, would you like to go ahead of me? Thank you. I appreciate that. Or sometimes I'm like, I got nowhere to be. Go ahead. Do and I've, your done, thing. I've done that before. I'll be, I'll be in the express line and there's this guy carrying one heavy item or like a hot pizza. I'm like, dude, get in front of me. Jump on. Jump yeah, in. Exactly. Jump in. He's like, are you sure? No. Dude, you're holding a hot pizza. You're going to burn yourself. I can wait. 
wherever this diseased roast beef curtain woman is right now, I have five words for you, and that's thank you, fuck, fuck you, bye. Goodbye. And she's probably either in Essex or Old Seabrook or somewhere down on the shoreline. Hopefully but, her car <laughs> ran off the road and she's in uh, in a pond somewhere freezing well, her tits it, off. It, and it it's... Wait, can I say freezing tits off? I, don't I mean, know. it sounds like... I, I don't know if Mark Zuckerberg's listening, but I know I can't say idiot anymore. Well, how many days you got left on your... Uh, oh, let me find out for you. On your uh, jail time. You but know, that, anyway, that, it, could it, be a, that could be a segment. How long is Chris in jail for? So and and that's why I follow these Karen videos on Facebook. And, hate that term and and um, YouTube about the entitlement of and it's not young kids either. It's not the young kids that are entitled. It's the thirty between thirty and fifty year old women mostly, and some Kens that fit the criteria. All right, I'll buy Ken, but Karen I can't buy. No too many real nice Karens. Oh, like so I do, said before, so do I, there's no I, such thing as a nice Joyce. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it's that sense of entitlement that people have nowadays because it's it goes back to what we talked about fast food media. Yep. I want instant service, I want it now, and I want the my fucking I blame demand. Freddie Mercury. I, I want, want it all and I want it now. <laughs> oh, it's a good song though. You dead um, motherfucker. But it, it, it just kind of shocks me that people have that mentality now. Whereas when I was a kid, and with my grandfather or my grandmother in a grocery store. And courtesy they, was king. And courtesy what goes a lot. It, courtesy is more currency than being a fucking demandful bitch. Correct. Because I, you, you make demands based upon your prerogative. You've lost all value in my eyes. Absolutely. The, the key cur- currency here is respect. The answer to your question before we go to break, I am in Facebook jail for the next 16 days and 12 hours. That sounds about so right. So I've served 14 days of my 30-day sentence for calling someone an idiot. Think about that for a minute. Think of the things you read on Facebook where people are like, "Do you know, F you and, and your mom sucks dick for drug money and you're this and you're that. And I said to an, a flat earth idiot, you must be an idiot. Your parents must be proud. And as we've all discussed off air, it's that algorithm. They're looking for keywords to make it. Oh, they have my picture like at the post office on oh, their wall. You, you probably have a blow-up poster about the size of that Evil Dead 2 poster behind you of right me, now. Of me, yeah. Of you. And this is like you, my you know, fifth 30 day. Well, and like Herm said last week when we were talking off air about it, it's always going to be a third day from here on forward. Mm-hmm. They don't they show no leniency after your first two suspensions. Don't care. They don't give a shit. I don't care either. Uh, but, I'm going to tell it like it is, the way it is, how it is. And well, if, they, no, if they can't look at the lead up, I know it's an algorithm, and they say, well, we have independent people that if you file a report, it never works. No, you always get look rejected. At the, look at the lead up. I said idiot. This guy said my mother's a whore. I mean, which is bullying? Which is hate speech? Idiot or your mother's a whore? And were, were you? If it were true, I, I might say, okay, that's fine. But my mother's not a whore. <laughs> and that's the problem with using AI to make a judgment call on speech. Intent, tone, and context, context yep. are never reflected well because you don't get that. You can't get tone online. 
Exactly. Sorry. You exactly. could say I'm wearing vibe. shoes and someone would get pissed. And that's Sorry. why there's no such thing as a text vibe. It's a fucking bullshit thing that everybody's created. I've said that as well you about can't text get a messages. Vibe on text. You have to yeah. know who you're talking to. And you have to know, know your audience. Know their exactly. You're, you know, not even your audience. You need to know who you're directly talking to because you know how they speak and you know how they talk. I may and say you hear their inflection in your head. I may I may say something to you. That somebody else finds offensive, right. you find it funny. Right. Same right. How as many Chris. times have I texted you? Fuck you, dude. And you understand what you can pick pretty much picture in your head how I'm saying fuck you, dude. Fuck you, dude. Right. Fuck your pick. Fuck your pick. <laughs> and that's why when I worked at the big circus of the casino, I always opted to pick up the phone to make a phone call to have that one on one discussion Rather or than send an email or a face to face meeting. Because here's what happens with emails. They get deleted. Or they misinterpreted. Misinterpreted. Forgotten. If I call you down to my room and say, <laughs> what are you wearing? Bayless? <laughs> <laughs> if I call you down to the room that I work in and I have a face-to-face discussion with you in front of a witness that is listening to both of our uh, advantages, you understand why I said, why, why I'm saying what I'm saying. It's not... An interpretation. There's no room for wiggle there. It's more of, dude. You know, this is why I. This is why I'm having a discussion with you. This is why, you know, I'm questioning what you're looking to get done. I want to do it the right way the first time instead of having to do it three times the wrong way. Shit happens, unfortunately, and life goes and, on. And man. and the unfortunate part is that we rely on these little bricks of plastic and lithium ion batteries to convey our message. And like Herm just said, you cannot get tone in, in in a written word. No. Unless you know exactly who you're talking to. Even then, sometimes they get pissy and like, I can't believe you said that. Well, everybody has a fucking bad day. Fuck them. But, you know, I... And their bad day. I, I, I just... And I, their smelly under, I, undercarriage. I said this weeks ago in one of our, one of our podcasts... The, the, the art of conversation is lost on a lot of people. And that's why we're here, because after the and break, that, we're going to have a great conversation. And that's why we, 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 that's our mentality behind this podcast. Have a conversation. We, the three of us may not agree on anything we talk about in the next couple of weeks. Are we being invaded? No. All right. But you know what? We're going to learn something about each other. We're going to learn today. As to why you feel that way. And... That is more educating and more pertinent to me than just saying, no, fuck you, you're wrong. Because a lot of people are just, will throw that out there. Fuck you, you're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't understand how I, why I feel the way I feel. And if you can't explain it, I'm never going to understand. And that's just it. If you can't tell me in words and use your big boy voice. Or girl. And tell me exactly why you feel this way, I'm never going to understand you. Amen to that. And that's the most important part of being a human. Anything to add there, Butch? Nope, that's it. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, by the way, uh, for those of you wondering, that was a nickname Mike had way back in the 1860s, was uh, Boombach, Vinny Boombach from Beverly Hills. During the Salem Witch Trials. Yeah, right? <laughs> right after we got back from the third Olympic Games, where you won powerlifting and I won javelin. Yep, yep, was that in yep. Athens? or that was, was, that was. Nice. Nice. Storytelling Jones. Going to take a break when we come back. And a, I swam the moat in mo- manure. <laughs> I believe it. We're going to have a spirited no-notes conversation 
in regard to COVID-19, the pandemic, the fallout, and who we think has been lying to us this whole time. We'll be right back. And welcome back. Before we get this conversation started, I would like to welcome you to day 652 of 15 days to plank the curve. Yes, we said it earlier. We said it last week. We're going to be talking about COVID-19, the pandemic in general, the fallout, and who we think is lying to us about this. Now, I'm going to start with Hearn because you, as a small business owner, doing a lot of weddings and and, and local DJ gimmicks. It seems to me that, and and then we'll move on to Lynch because I know he's got a story to tell, that this probably affected you more than anybody as a go-out-and-about entertainment service. I was on schedule to have 2020 as my biggest and most successful year on the books. Um, Yeah, and it it crushed it. Mm -hmm. It destroyed it. It set me back to numbers that were um, total revenue for the year were less than the very first year that I went in business officially. Now, what year was that that you started? Uh, I started officially in business in like 2013. I was going to say it's been a while. 2012. So we've had a nice long run and things have been going good and things were looking fabulous. And then, you know, the COVID thing happened. So. Yeah, but being that you work out of, out of, well, technically you're not brick and mortar. You work out of your home. You have all your equipment. You haul it to and from. Right, right. So whereas this may have hurt brick and mortar business a lot harder for you, it was I don't want to say a speed bump, but it was no, an it, obstacle it wasn't that a you speed really. Bump. It was it, it was, for me. It was an issue that see brick and mortars had the ability to get around it some of them they could they could right right, right. well they, they had the abilities to adjust and to change and they could do things to their business that made them more adapt to the situation i don't have that right that ability when they canceled groups of more than 12 people um i don't care i don't care what kind of protection purposes and practices I'm putting into place. You couldn't do it. There nobody's booking a wedding for 10 people and so if there's nobody booking those gigs, nobody throwing parties, nobody doing any of that, it doesn't matter what the restrictions are, I'm not getting called. Go ahead. Brick and mortar has that opportunity to change their business model around to an extent. To an extent, but they they have that option to change their model. They can do well, curbside service. Well, they, they can do home delivery. They, they, they were allowed. You, as, as, as a person who's in your face, literally in your face, going to a, a venue, don't have that option. And when there's when there's restrictions put in place, it it literally, you, you, they cut your throat at that point. Yeah, um, the, the wedding event industry as a whole was decimated by COVID. And, um, yeah. And we're, we're one of the few industries that we're, we're a... a, a we're a six billion dollar a year industry. Um, the 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 restrictions that were put in place didn't allow us any lateral motion. There was no way we could we could step to the side and readjust. It was we're not allowing any of this to happen. Nobody, no groups bigger than 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 fifteen inside. Right. 
and that's just the way it is. There was nothing we could do. And the the whole the the industry, the the wedding and event industry, was kind of completely forgotten about. Um, there was PPI, and there were some programs. However, um, it didn't do. Look, look, I'm a solo op, bro. Yeah. All right. It's, it's so you. I am the company. Right. All right. right. I can't apply for PPI. I don't have a goddamn employee. You you are the employee. I am the employee. I don't have an employee that I'm covering. I'm covering payroll with or any of that other shit. I have myself. So because I'm a solo op and I don't have an employee and I don't have payroll and I didn't have a lot of other things, I couldn't get anything that I couldn't get anything out of that. Right. And, and that's the, that's the, my point about brick and mortars. They had more opportunity to protect their employees, to give them opportunities. You as that, a, than a mobile or a, a you, on demand service. Yeah, absolutely. Right, right. You basically is an independent contractor at this point. You, you're contracted through these venues or, or right, right, private. Right. I'm privately contracted through the people. The problem is, is that the people have been told you can't hold these events. So, so there's no reason for the people it, to call So me. what happens to you? You get fucked because you are your, you, you're the name, the face and the soul of end the company. over end. Right. You're, you, you're getting fucked three ways to Sunday. <clears throat> and the restaurant industry to a certain extent went through the same problem Mm -hmm. not necessarily you you guys as independent third-party contractors took it the worst oh i know my friend tim down at the deck in westbrook connecticut took a beating but once the parameters were put in place and tim's like me he played the role for the the nine months where it was at its highest and heaviest then after that he's like what the fuck am i doing you walk in you wear the mask you sit down you take off the mask it's an airborne virus one way or the other, you may or may not catch this shit. In that 45-minute opportunity from the time you lift your mask, pull your mask down, eat your food, get the fuck out, you you run the risk of get, catching COVID. Correct, yeah. and, I, and I'll say this, and I'm going to give her credit. At the time, 12, my daughter, we'd go to the deck to watch football, and we I get the same spot every time. I call Tim ahead. Give me my spot. I'm bringing one. So little two little reserved placards right there. Are, are you like in a corner? Back corner somewhere? Uh, no, I'm at the Horseshoe Bar. Okay. Um, TV right there. Got my game okay. on. But if you were to turn from the distance between me and the drum machine are the restrooms. Right. So, and she comes back from the restroom. You get, you get up from your chair. You got to put on the mask. You got to go to the restroom. She comes out of the restroom with the mask on, sits down, takes off the mask. And my 12-year-old goes, this is stupid. You think COVID's afraid of that 12 feet? I'm like, Wow. Your father raised you well. I'd like to meet him someday. <laughs> well, once he gets out of fucking jail, but Facebook jail that is. Well, and again, back to to Mike's point, and I think he he said it very very succinctly. And I want to I want to keep going on that point because a lot of businesses, single, and again, like you said, you are the owner, the operator, the employee. You're the janitor. You're the you're the roadie. You're everything in this business. And, and I I know several people that had small businesses throughout COVID. Uh, what, whether it be a DJ, photographer, a small restaurant, they took like a, a beating. like a little, little bistro, I can name you at least half a dozen right now that I know either have suffered major financial hardships or closed. There was uh, an interesting stat 
the other day on um, I can't remember what website it is now. I want to say Politico, where one hundred and sixty thousand restaurants, and I'm just going restaurants right now, family owned and operated, <clears throat> not chains like Domino's or right. anything like that. Family owned restaurants had to shut down because of the restrictions put in place. Now, in the beginning, I will say this: I understood it, uh, and I I do still today to an extent uh, with this uptick in the in the variant whatever uh that's part of my story oh my that's part of my story later but i'm compassionate to mike because he is a small business owner oh i i own my own small business when i was fucking 14 years old i ran a baseball card shop i took it over from a guy i went to high, was going to high school with he was going away to college he's like yo lynch you got the keys of the castle i trust your judgment i trust you I trust you with the money. Be the face of this of this business, and I did that from fourteen to nineteen, and then when the baseball card industry took a fucking nosedive in the late eighties, <laughs> yeah, when every company and their brother made them, kind of like the uh, NASCAR diecast, exactly. So here I am with all this inventory I can't sell. I was sitting on four hundred thousand dollars in diecasts until the market got flooded, and and all the all this all this material that's just sitting there because it was mass produced and it wasn't it, worth there, the there box. Was, it was there in. was no demand for it. I gave up. I threw the I threw the white flag and said, "Look, you know what? I'm an eighteen year old kid with limited budget, and limited limited opportunities. I'm gonna cave in." So we, he bought me out from what he owned he mm-hmm. bought his property back and i sat on my some some of that property still sitting in some you've shown boxes, me before yeah in some of these comic boxes and baseball uh card boxes out in my attic i mean i mean it wasn't a pandemic but it was just the market collapse you understand the struggle i did and once that once that once you identify what caused the struggle or what what is is hurting you in mm-hmm. some way in your own small business. That's why I get what Mike is saying. He is the face, the heart, and and, and, and the name of the business. Yeah. And, and I I feel so fucking bad for these businesses that went through this during the pandemic at its height. Well, to I know you probably didn't follow Herm back then. You do now. I we're do. All, we're all fucking dysfunctional family Jones. But to, to see every now and again... The Post was supposed to have two weddings this week. That ain't happening. Fuck COVID. Hey, I was supposed to have this event this week. Just not happening. Yeah, literally. Like, just had four weddings. Just had four weddings cancel to an unknown date in 2021. Just yeah. Hashtag fuck COVID. Yeah, just I mean, it was brutal for you. Do is just yeah. It was like every other week I was getting two or three phone calls. Um, we need to push it out. Push it out. And and here comes the problem with that. And, and I'll get right to you. Yeah. Is the problem is, is that, all right, I had all of you people booked for 2020. Okay. Excellent. I'm not going to make that revenue. I'm going to push all of that revenue to 2021. Now the problem is, is I've missed a year. The revenue I was supposed to make last year, I'm going to get in 2021 and I have to make up all these dates. Now with all of those dates. I see where you're going. Re reallocated to 2021 when the fuck am i supposed to make new money on new clients in 2021 because that I'm not, you've got that this I'm not backlog carrying, that i'm not carrying over a backlog of clients that i've 
I'm under legal contract. I can't. The only way I can do it is either if both, according to my contract, unless both parties agree, look, this is just not going to work. We're going to cancel. Are you cool with it being over? That's the only way. It, other than that, I'm on the fucking hook. Are you a dumb question? Are you a depo- are, do you take a deposit? I take a retainer because a deposit, depending on what state you're in, can be required to be returned. Correct. So the fact I client. take a retainer. Gotcha. That, I take that was a, the, uh, I take the, a, the legalese is what the I legalese was going is what for. it is. Is is I take a retainer, I which lost means the sweet spot. You've paid me money to start working on your project rather than that. Like, so so what I was going to ask you is like you have to have a contingency plan at that point. How is you as a, how did you as a small business guy? like kind of come up with a contingency plan to to counteract this this Good loss question. of revenue Good because question. because that's the biggest problem is like like many small businesses that yourself and other people that i know they're like fuck march of 2020 where they're like they're, they're in the shit they, march 15th when they started shutting everything down right march of 2020 again leading back into my story i yep. will get right, that by, in a minute right, but by some by, by the time june hit I, I was I was broke. You were fucked sideways. I was broke. There was nothing happening this year, and and events had been moved to like all right, we'll move them to like November, we'll move them to September. Six months out, it'll be we'll figure it out. So to reinforce your point is that you you're trying to create revenue in 2021 that you lost in 2020, and you're not creating new clientele. You're not creating new. You're not putting a new footprint down. You're struggling to catch up to what you had prior. Right get that done right and move along with the rest of your life right now here comes the uptick in this variant what what are we going to go through in the next six months honestly because are we going to go through the same bullshit we did back in march to july of july august of 2020 i don't i don't know i i, I mean thankfully you have another career right right right, to, right, right, right. i've got the restaurant but you, i mean i i don't have i i don't know and that's the thing, and it is is owning a business. You you never know. Well, and that's a that's the danger of being a small business person, and, and you take that risk. It's an inherent risk that you take that you're not going to make money for quite a long time until you're in in the plus column. Right. And as far as this situation is concerned, it was a matter of figuring out what was transferring to 2021, locking those dates in, crossing them off, and figuring out and figuring out a complete matrix of. All right, I have X number of dates in prime holiday, in prime wedding season. I have X number of dates in October, November. So you you filled in what you had, and then you tried to fill what you had left over available. Right. Right. Um, the one thing that 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 helped was when things did open up in 2021, and Fully, um, fully, and everything was kind of back to um, uh, venue sizes and party sizes that were able to let all of the clients have their events. Right. Um, <clears throat> because we have all been, we're we've all carried over events from twenty twenty. We create what what happened was oh no it it created. A demand, right? So now you you have a you, your services now is like ultra demand because my right my and and all of my prices have gone up 
on all of my wedding packages to reflect it. It goes with the sign of the times. It goes with the level of demand right now. And it goes with gas prices. It goes with your yeah, time. Your um, time. It, you, you deserve to pay yourself a paycheck that it has an equal value to your time you invest in it. It, and people, and this pisses me off when I when I hear about people who are looking for a te- cheap DJ for their fucking wedding or their event. There's no such thing as a cheap DJ. Th- these guys bust their fucking balls to cater to your demands and your needs. Oh yeah, your playlist. Do not playlist. Yeah, like a lot of people think like my only my like they think I just they think I'm a jukebox. They think I just go in, I play music. I like, put a quarter in your mouth and right, you play like, me a fucking song. Like a lot of people Dance don't monkey. understand. Like when they stand there and they're I'm looking at they're looking at me and I'm standing there at my little booth and there's two speakers on either side of me like. Those speakers are two thousand dollars a piece. Right. There's a there's a financial investment involved in in in, in these companies, and and, yeah. and you can't you can't turn your eye to that. Right. And you know what? I get it. It sucks that I spend seventy dollars to fill my fucking Land Rover every co- every every. Let's go, Brandon. Every three days, four days. I'll get to that. It it, it really sucks, but you know what? It's supply and demand. Right. And in COVID in 2020 from, I want to say February of 2020 till late August, early September, when things started loosening up, really fucked the small, the small guy. Because you don't, you, the, these are guys who are eking a check week to week or eking their existence week to week. Because if you don't fill, if you don't fulfill your, your obligation within the time frame that you would originally allotted for. Like Mike said, now you got to push it forward for another fucking six months to a year. Yeah. And then guess what? You're losing opportunities behind you because you don't have the time and you don't have the staff and you don't have the fucking, the finances to propel your business. Right. And like, for me, it's a matter of, I take a retainer. I have X number of dollars on the books. So I have... Uh, basically like a matrix of a uh, spreadsheet of what the dates are, how much money's coming in, how much is, res- how much is left on that wedding. Like they booked a $1,400 wedding. <clears throat> they dropped $600 on the retainer. <clears throat> All right. I've got $800 coming. Right. Duh. And you can, I can look at a schedule and look at my month and be like, yeah, I'm a clear. Uh, All right. I'll be all right. I can take extra time off this month. I can take this. I can do it. I know how the money's coming in. It's contracted. Nobody can get out of it. You know right. what I mean? Right. Unless you or you right. or them. Right, right, right. Unless I mean, it's mutually agreed upon. Right. COVID happened and it just kind of slid the entire next nine months to the next year. And there was, n- there was no way to, there was no way to look at a piece of paper and figure out what money was, how, what the hell the money was doing. Right, and, and here's what I'm going to say about your business versus some of the things that had to move for me. Like, I had a concert moved. I had uh, race tickets moved. I don't feel bad for uniformed millionaires swinging a bat. I don't. No, oh, I, I, I don't. I don't either. I don't feel bad for makeup-wearing, armor-wearing musicians. I don't. I felt bad for the restaurant owners. I felt bad for the mom-and-pop business. I felt bad for businesses that weren't deemed, quote-unquote, essential to me unless you're a musician or a sport athlete whatever the fuck 
and I'll throw sports entertainment in there as well. That's entertainment. Fuck you. Sit. Go home. Yeah, I've never needed a. a I've never needed an athlete to 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 get through my life. Exactly. I've never needed, um. I, I give musicians a little slight bump only because I feel that that music is how we de- decorate time. If you, if and, you, are, and, there's, I'm gonna, I'm and, there's, gonna, and there's, 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 there's meaning to it. I'm going to quantify. And I'm that. not saying necessarily, no, I, I, uh, and let me, not necessarily a specific artist, music in general, and what they they produce. Agree, but them themselves, no, don't need. If Prince never happened, my life would have been okay. You're right. If 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 I don't see Kiss, I don't die. Right. But if you're one of these, we just broke. Our album went big in 2019. We just put out our follow-up. 2020, we've got a tour booked based on the strength of the record, and now everything's shut down. I feel bad for them. I do not feel bad for Kiss. I do not feel bad for Aerosmith. I do not feel bad for Metallica. I feel Metallica. bad for the fans. Exactly. I don't feel bad for the artists. Correct. I don't I I've never needed an I've never needed a musician to make my life At better. At no point. At no point in my life have I ever have I ever needed what a, a an athlete has to I say. I need food, water, and I, shelter. That's it. I, well, it there it, are it, been times in my life when I've needed a doctor. Yeah. And a fireman. Yeah. And an or EMT, a wrench, or, or a burger, somebody, or a mechanic, yeah, or somebody to make me a good meal. And th- these are these are people that are in our lives and that affect us every day. I've never needed a fucking influencer to determine whether my life is going in the right direction Bingo. or not. Yeah, and 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 that's why I I the, my compassion was towards the small, the smaller businesses, the smaller artists, the the, the people who like. I, again, I can name you a couple businesses that were they broke ground in 2019, and they de- were decimated eight months later. It broke ground late 2019, between like September and December, and then by the time fucking COVID hit, doors are shut. My opinion, and it's probably an unpopular one amongst people on the left, and I'm talking about the way far left, not the not the normal thinking Democratic people, and I'm sure it's going to piss off some of the far right, but. If your job is to get up, pack your lunch pail, you go to work, you provide a service, you are essential. Whether it's selling a wrench or taking care of dogs or, you know, making barbecue for people, you're providing a service. There's nothing in this world that Nickelback can provide that makes me believe. Let me finish that point. And I'm I'm picking on them because they're fucking Nickelback, but... There's nothing that a big-time, multi-platinum, living in an estate in Las Vegas with golden fucking shower heads and all that bullshit provides to me that I need that day. I can listen to your music and be happy. Well, nobody listens to Nickelback and is happy unless you're retarded or Canadian. Uh, But (laughs) the guy with the pizza joint down the street who built that from scratch, they need me. The guy with the Gandhi Mart on the corner. Yes, and now I'm pissing a bunch more people off. Don't care. That guy needs me. Um, the the gas station, Gandhi Mart, goes hand in hand. Um, you know, if if you sell newspapers for a living, on the corner, quarter piece, back like in the 30s, if that was still around now, that guy needs me. 
these these multi-billion dollar sports who fought and scratched and said, okay, we'll come back if you give us the guidelines. And it pissed me off. NASCAR should have canceled their season. I, I think a lot of things could have been done differently during um, 2020 as they reopened things like baseball, basketball, um, hockey, you know, any major sport. Um, <clears throat> I, 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 I just don't... I agree with what you're saying, 100%. These people, I, they could all die in a fire tomorrow. Guess what? I'm going to live my life. Exactly. But it goes back to something, and I can't remember the name of the idiot. I want to say it was Iverson from the NBA years ago. Uh, got a lower contract offer than he wanted. He was already making $11 million a year. He goes, To play a fucking I, kid's yeah, sport. I can't accept that. I have a family to feed. Whoa. A family of what, a thousand? Well, I don't know what his extracurricular activities were, but I'm a single dad. And even if I were still married, you know, if you're making $60,000 a year and your job gets cut off. That's a hit. That's fucked up. Well, and and that drives me to part of my point of what I was going to say during this whole segment is like, it's a level of expectation for people who have privilege that live their life beyond what the normal person thinks and how they feel. Mm -hmm. All right. So Mike, Mike, are you kind of wrapped up on your, on your point? No, I'm I'm there. Okay. Go for it. Okay. Um, I want to, I I don't want to trump you. I don't want to like knock you over. Oh, don't say Trump because I got something coming. That's going to have that name written all (laughs) over it. And I'm going to praise him. I know that's hard for me to do. I I have a couple things that I'm going to praise him for as well. Bring it on kid. During this point. All right, so much to Mike's uh, plight during the pandemic of 2020, I was working full-time for a pet resort. I was hired on to be the uh, assistant daycare manager. I was hired in uh, July of 2019. Sounds about right, yeah. Training, loving the job, had a great, built a great rapport with my clientele. I knew people by their first name. I knew dogs by their sight when they were walking in, greet them at the door, bring them in, bring them out. Had a really, really good rapport with the people in Norwich. Here comes February, mid to late February of 2020. Between December and the end of January in 2020, Everybody in the resort was fucking deathly sick. Really? Deathly. So that's the beginning of the whole... The beginning of the pandemic. Remind me later. I have a... a, My wife and I... I'll make a statement about that. My wife and I had gone to see her dad down in Florida. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Had had the advantage to fly, fly privately. So it was just us on the plane. We're there. Oh, listen to you, Vince McMahon. We're there for, well, it, <laughs> but you know, it, it's not, it's not something that I like flaunt. It's just, it's no, like I we have, the, we have the opportunity. So just the fact that you said it. that out loud, I'm like, all right, go ahead, Donald Trump, work it. <laughs> but we flew down. Talk to me, Selena. For her, her birthday, which is the end of January. Correct. <clears throat> we were there for four days, came back. And as I came back to my job. People are calling out consistently. Everybody's sick. Everybody feels like shit. 
Then I got sick for like two to three weeks. I was calling out for like two weeks. So that basically wiped out February. Pussy. Of that month. Oh, dude, I... No, I know. I know. I'm you called you, me during that period. It was, it was, it was hell. Yeah, I'm telling you, dude. I felt like I got hit by a fucking semi, then run over by a railroad. You car. sounded like Wilford Brimley on the phone. Or diabetes, diabetes, Quaker Oats, <laughs> and <clears throat> we all assembled back at work after about a month and a half. Now we're leading into early March, of 20- right around the time the shutdowns began. Correct, early March, like the first week of March, almost to into St. Patty's Day, which kind of coincides with the uh the initial shutdown march 15th yep um <clears throat> we hear about this covid thing and we all start doing the guidelines that were set before us at the time six feet apart wear a mask sanitize you know keep your conversation short and keep your interactions brief with the public okay fine well i'll do that if it helps me and helps them i'm all for it then, <clears throat> the closer it gets to March 15th, I kept go- getting called 8 a.m. when I had a noontime shift. Hey, we don't need you. Stay home. Okay, can I ask why? Oh, we don't have the numbers today. Okay. Next day, same thing. It's a noon to six shift or 11 to seven shift or whatever. Hey, you can stay home. Why? We don't have the numbers. And then here comes March 14th and 15th when I got the phone call saying, all right, so we are officially closing down for a two-week period, if not longer, because we can't support the numbers of employees versus the numbers of dogs we're taking care of. Understood. I completely get that. I understand. If you don't have the demand, you don't need the, you don't need the help. <clears throat> so here I am, March 16th, filing for unemployment. Right. I go through that process. Now, I was last in, like the last guy hired. So and my first out. And my LIFO, last in and first out. That's a term that you hear in the military, you hear a lot of, in a lot of places. Um, I understood it. I didn't take it personal. I, it wasn't like it was a personal attack on me. It wasn't because of my quality of work. It was just because we didn't have the quantity of work. So here I am <clears throat> collecting unemployment for months and months and months until it ran out. And once it came back, the demand came back, my job had already been filled. So they hired somebody else cheaper than me to fill that role. Okay, fine, whatever. I get it. I understand. You know, I, I, I demanded a certain salary that was co- that was comfortable with, and if you want to hire somebody cheaper, so be it. Whatever. Then, upon that, during that unemployment process, looking for work, being called, oh. being interviewed, it's, I don't want to say it out I really don't really want to say this out loud, but guys our age are very hard to employ for a couple different reasons. To an extent, yes, I'll agree with that. For a couple different reasons. Yeah. Number one, our age. Number two, we're used to living a lifestyle with a certain 
salary cap, like salary amount that that would work for us. Yeah. And when you make when you make that comment, they're like, "Oh no, I don't want you." We we just spent X amount of months on a shutdown. Again, I understand it. So again, collateral damage to a smaller business with a small employee pool, where they, I was the oldest guy in the building every day. Okay, that's not surprising. I saw, and I'm not saying that to be a prick. No, to you. Yeah, because you, I you saw who you were working with and around. They're they're in their late teens, early twenties. They're not looking for much. They just want a job. They want something to do. That's they, the whole reason I moved out of Florida. They, we they, can hire three college kids for what you need, and they'll do the job twenty four seven in you know eight hour shifts. You're one guy with an ex, with experience coming down your arm, your leg, your dick, and nope. We just can't do it. Well, I'm going through that right now, too, as well. I mean, like, everybody says, oh, everybody's hiring. Everybody's hiring. Yet, I go to these- Are they? I go to these interviews, and- They are. But are they? They are. They're hiring- No. Less than labor. No. Go ahead. I want to hear it. I told you you not to be a prick today. you You have a shitload of people looking for work. You have an employer who has the ability right now- to be choosy right all right now my question to you would be if you were the head of big herm industries which i am well <laughs> big herm productions i'm talking about big herm industries i'm listening we make big pro- big propane herm and propane products oh jesus you went that route big herm industries makes can koozies yeah now you have 20 resumes on your desk <clears throat> He's the most qualified, the most qualified for the job. Do you hire him? That depends. Oh, here it comes. There's always conditions. That depends. Oh, you voted Democratic in the last election, didn't you? No. no okay, I'm, no. Just, I'm a fucking with but, you now. Go ahead. That, I want to hear it. That depends. What what job is he applying for and what do I need? Because if he's applying for a job that I can put a monkey in, I'm not hiring his fucking ass. I'm putting a monkey there. And that's the problem. And, and, and I... I understand that mentality, and I agree with I, it. I, I get it, too, at the same time. <clears throat> but and, and, and I get it with him, and I, I'm getting the complete opposite of that. <clears throat> I'm getting, whoa, the skills that you have are worth way more than we're willing to pay you. I understand that. Then get right, an asshole with but, an iPod and do right, my but, job. However, but right now, the situation is I'm willing to pay you with your skills 50% more than you've ever been paid. Wow. So a guy who made seven bucks an hour is now going to make 14. I was making $13 an hour prior before COVID. I'm making $22 an hour now. Right. To, in a happier environment with l- less work to do the same but chef But part job. of my problem is, and I, I go back to Chris's situation, is, you know, not just because I've known him 20 years. That's kind of it. I know his resume. I know what he can do. I know what he's worth. <clears throat> and sometimes we're willing to take a little less than what we're worth. I'm not looking to make a million dollars. I'm looking to... I'm oh, looking, my God. You're speaking my language. I uh, used to say, I'm not looking to take over your company. I just want a fucking job. I, and, and I said this to my wife today. I'm looking for something to do. I want to get out of the house. And I want I want to feel like I have a purpose again. I had and, a cat box that needs cleaning. Yeah, so do I. Um, and I think a lot of what is going on during the this whole COVID crisis is that it, it deflates deflated a lot of people's balloons and and just kind of made them feel worthless 
to a certain extent. But at the same time, with in, in their mental state, right? But at the same time, you had people collecting money on top of money on top of money that they wouldn't have made anywhere else. I'm not going to lie to you. And they and they've created this socialist belief that the government is always going to be here to bail you out. I'm not going to lie to you, Chris. I don't believe that. I do cuz I have three examples that I could use and I don't want to blow their spot up, but yes, it has. Go ahead. And I'm not going to lie to you, Chris. I did make more money on unemployment when I was working for the first pet resort I worked at than I that would would have made there based upon my previous in, in employment history. And the current employment history. I'm not going to deny that. I was making a solid paycheck. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to go sail on the French fucking Riviera, but uh, I, I, we were able to pay our bills. You're certainly not living on French toast. Correct. We, we, we were able to get by. And <clears throat> the problem I, I feel with the way the, the, the pandemic has been perpetuated by A, the public... Because you have so many fucking different sides. It's so divisive. It's so divisive. And then the politicians and the media. I mean, I told you this on the phone the other day. It, is I, it divisive? It or is. Have, or, no, no, no. Uh, let him finish. Is it, is it divisive or have we allowed media outlets to make a, to, to, to create the divisiveness? I'm going to answer your question with a question. And I like where you're going. Because this is half the issue that when you were texting me earlier, and I, w- I want him to ask those questions out loud. Get your fucking gimmick machine I, up. I got it out. Most of the media outlets in America are democratic and or far left leaning. There are very few impartial media outlets left. And the two that I thought were left in this country have now gone way left is the Washington Post, who I trusted. If the Washington Post told me the sun wasn't going to come out tomorrow, I'd go buy a flashlight. And then the pandemic hit. And yeah, but that's go, my problem. Going, is going it, further, is, is yes, the are, media are, feeds are this. People, are people just assigning a, a, a left or right because that that well, media it, outlet it, doesn't it, always doesn't agree with what they think. Look, the beauty you, of sitting at the you, beauty of the I don't know where the sweet spot is anymore. I found it. The beauty of sitting in the middle is watching the other two sides battle each other and burn themselves to the ground. I, I'm aware of that, but if you sit in the middle and do nothing, you are just as part of the fucking problem as everybody else far uh, right and uh, left. You uh, see where I am on Facebook? But uh, but I'm I'm just saying if you sit in the middle and do nothing, <laughs> if all you do is stir the There's pot with no actual nothing worse all right, than So here we go. I, I, you know so me. earlier today, Chris posted if my if I was sick and if I had a cold. some of you don't know how vaccines work. Yep, I if got you. If I worked, if I had a cold, does my neighbor have to take Robitussin? Okay, first that came of all, from an actual doctor, so fuck you. It did, and I don't care. The doctor's <laughs> fucking stupid, and the doctor doesn't know how Wait vaccines work. Wait till I work. get Dr. K on the line. I'll pull Dr. K. Y- y- and she'll, she'll bury you, so, but that's okay. I love so, you. So here's the thing. First of all, Robitussin treats a symptom. Robitussin doesn't treat, stop, cure, or prevent any fucking disease or condition. Nor does the vaccine. Ah, but wait. I'm waiting. But uh, but wait. So your response was, okay, fine. If I break my leg, does the neighbor have to wear a cast? Here's where I'm going to show you the error of your problem. Oh, please do, because Dr. K has already <clears throat> responded oh, privately. I'm sure Dr. K has. 
Dr. She's K very prominent. will also tell you that that Robitussin doesn't do anything to stop, cancel, or do anything. No, there is a vaccine. A, uh, but wait a second. I'm a, working with you. A broken leg is a finite action. It happens. It's not transferable. If I break every bone in my body, it doesn't matter how close you get, you can't catch it. I've got an answer to that. You can't catch it. I've got an answer to that. Okay. So when a vaccine works, it protects you as well as that whole concept of herd immunity. When enough people take it, it does work. This is why, which is funny because I find it extremely, extremely funny that people who've lived their entire life under the protection of vaccines and have been told, oh, they work all of a sudden have issue with a vaccine that doesn't, all of a sudden it's not real, it's a lie, and it's bullshit. You people have lived under the blanket <laughs> of fucking he's singing, protection he's singing my the song entire and doesn't even life, know it yet. and now it's against your will. What, how has your life changed? What is it that you're not allowed to do today that you could do in December of 2019? On, on, on Christmas Day, 2019 what rights did you have that you're not allowed that you well, don't we're, have we're now? actually going back to march 15 when the lockdown started uh right and i'm going Chris, to prior Christmas, to that i'm going to december of of 2019 when if there we was go along we apologize way there was nothing there going on mm -hmm. that would be a point in history when up until that point we hadn't heard about the covid virus your your life on christmas day 2019 would be as most right giving and have the most rights of any other time. Tell me what rights you don't have now that you did have on Christmas Day 2019. Now, speaking mm -hmm. in 2021? Yes. No, it's it's lessened. What, Let, let's what, go back. Let's what go right back. don't you have? Let's go back. Which right don't you have? Are you gonna are you gonna let me answer? You're gonna ask me a question like an Italian grandma. I'm, I'm go ahead. But what <laughs> today the question was what right don't you have? Today? It's lessening. It's loosening. You still, at certain points, have to wear masks inside a private. You have Stop, to wear, you have I'm to wear shirts and yet. shoes to get fucking Big Macs too. But do nobody's you, bitching about that. Do you that. honestly want to see Grandma's titties when you buy a Big Mac? I don't care if she's hot. Grandma, <laughs> I don't care. Gra well, yeah, There's there are, some, there are there. some hot grannies out there. Tip of the hat to Kelly Grillo. God, she's still amazing. How many looking. of the people in this room have a family member that's in the process of dying right now for the last year that the whole COVID thing could totally wipe them out completely straight up? Dying? Yeah, no. like my mother-in-law. Okay, like I'll, 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 I'll buy to, that. I have to go over and check on her numerous times. Can I ask you a dumb check? questions? Mm -hmm. What underlying factors or comorbidities were there before COVID? Before COVID? Before COVID. What yep. underlying factors or comorbidities were there before COVID? For her? Yes. None. 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 Okay. No, I'm not, not look one. again. Uh, not, I'm, I'm gonna throw this in here too. Go uh, ahead, please, because now I have to I have to answer a different question, but it's in the in the realm of your same question. A boyfriend of a friend of mine that I went to high school with. Completely healthy man. You don't have any friends. Completely healthy man. In his in his forty late forties, yeah. within our age bracket. Yep, yep. Died of COVID within three weeks. Okay. No underlying factors, no diabetes, no cancer, no immune immunodeficiency problems, nothing. Well, and this is the third person in two months that I can tell you that had no underlying factors or previous conditions that would contribute to 
his passing. You and their, I, their, you, their passing. You and I have talked about this at length. You and I over the summer before we started this. Yes, is that I don't. I'm gonna for you the people. I'm gonna say this out loud. I'm not anti-vax. I'm pro-choice in that. If you want to get the vaccine and protect yourself, do it. I did it. I've got my third shot already. Exactly. If you are anti-vax, you don't want to take the vax, you're an adult human being over the age of 18, you choose not to do it, fine. I support you, but you're putting yourself at risk. You are putting yourself at risk. A vaccine helps the person that gets the jab. Now, in this case, the World Health Organization and the CDC have both said the vaccine's not 100% effective. However, it will knock it down. So if you were to get one of those breakthrough cases where you were jabbed, say, in April and you get COVID in September, your problems will be lessened, if not completely wiped out other than a runny nose and a headache. You won't be as symptomatic exactly. as if you were, if it you were not It doesn't stop the spread. Yeah. And from several doctors in the area, and, and I, I wanted to start a project last year, you know about this, yeah. uh, under a different name, and I went to a bunch of local doctors, and I got nine of the same answer and one that was a dissenter that was, you know, a vaccine is going to help, but it doesn't prevent the spread. If you're vaccinated, you may not get the effects, but you can still carry the virus. You can still transmit it. Yeah, you can be you can be asymptomatic. You could correct. have the virus and not know it. Correct. And then you could then spread it to somebody who's but the non-vaccinated. Prob- correct. And then that they show the symptoms. But the problem is is that the mainstream media, <clears throat> and I blame the mainstream media as much as I blame the current administration in the White House, because if you remember the current sitting president putting brain kid sniffer, when Donald Trump rolled out Operation Warp, Warp Speed. To get a vaccine on the market, he was he was talking to Pfizer. He was talking to this, and Pfizer, Pfizer was the first one. Boom, we've got a vaccine. <clears throat> Biden said, "I wouldn't take that vaccine." Oh no, absolutely not. Three days after his inauguration, what's he doing? Rolling up his sleeve, taking the vaccine, showing the world, "Yeah, the vaccine worked." Oh, oh look, I'm getting the vaccine. What changed from six weeks ago when you weren't the president until now? People say Trump, I don't Trump know. fell asleep. What, what can happen in your life in six weeks that could change your mind? Could anything? A could, lot. You're saying that nothing's ever happened in six <laughs> weeks and you've never changed your mind? This was you've political. Never, you've never this learned. This was political. You've, you've never learned are you new really information. Are you really going to go this route? because I'm going to be that asshole. You've never learned new information and changed your point of view? I've learned information in six minutes that have changed my view. My point exactly. What changed that Pfizer vaccine that did not change from... Early December, when it was rolled out, until January 28th, when he took the vaccine. We what don't changed? know. We don't know what he was told. I'll tell you we what don't changed. Know why. I'll tell you what changed the administration. And then now, what, three weeks ago, our idiot pudding brain kid sniffer comes out and says, if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to have a winter of suffering and death. Really? The leader of the free world came out and said that live on television. That's what you want to give to the American people? You want to give them fear? Well, and, and, well again, it, it, it fits his... The whole narrative. It fits his narrative and it fits his story. <clears throat> so, I'm not anti-mask. I'm not anti-vax. I'm not anti-anything. We, we solved the... 
um, I say solved. I didn't say we cured. We solved measles, mumps, rubella. We solved polio. We solved... We cured polio, fucker. There hasn't been a case of polio on the fucking planet for 30 years. It's cured. I'm glad he said I, 30 years because the last known case was in 1989. Good call by you. I, I, say, I, know, I know when that is. All right. I, you were there. I say so, I say solved for... <laughs> Might have been you. <laughs> I say solved for a very spe- specific reason. God forbid some motherfucker tomorrow comes up with polio who was not vaccinated as an infant. I am corn polio. Yeah, but here's the th- but 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 that's where that that line of thought grows. My friend, polio's been eradicated from the planet. There's nobody here that has it but that it can took pass sig- it to somebody. But every every couple but, but, years, no, it was been eradicated to, from the Uni- it's been eradic- eradicated from the United States so much longer than 30 years. But it took from, the rest of the world to catch up. But from the first time the vaccine came out, Every few years, they made it better, and as they made it better, you're you're absolutely one thousand well, percent correct. It became <clears throat> eradicated. We are six hundred fifty-two days into this, and we have a president that says, "All you got to do is get vaccinated." Wrong. I know people who got jabbed and then got the COVID. So and do they, I. They, and whether they on whether, their third fucking dose. Unfortunately, if they passed away or if they had underlying factors or comorbidities or they were healthy as an ox you're still you're shut down well it, it, the, the problem is the virus affects everybody differently you, you're not going to have the same symptoms as somebody else how you, many times are you going to pee tonight i'm not i'm getting a beer all right uh, i'll you, grab you one oh, all right well that's how this works you can't herm be, gives the signal i get the gimmick oh uh, signal you, gimmick you can't chalk up one person's experience <laughs> I love you from their COVID exactly. journey to uh, and apply it to everyone that that go going forward, and that's that. what pisses me off is that you have these so, people. If you if you don't mind me, just jump in. Let me jump in real quick. No, and go I, ahead. I, I said it a, a bunch of weeks ago about how young people handle information now. Whereas, let's all go back to us being say twenty five, and it was fuck you. I won't do what you tell you. And now it's, fuck you, just do what they tell you. When, in your lifetime, and I'm going to ask this question, it's a, it's a one-word answer. When in your lifetime have you trusted the government? Never. The answer should be never or always. Never, because, it, again, they, they change a the story to suit their narrative and to, to, to lead people into this panic to... I, I, I want to equate it to television. It creates ratings. <laughs> it certainly does, and if you look at it, crea- it creates commentary. And it, cr- it creates a discussion. Now, I'm all about discussion, as you both well know. I've spent many an hour on the phone with him discussing. It, it, ha- the art of conversation is fucking dead in this planet, and and if anything that you take away from me personally, what I say or or my my attitude or my my comments, talk to each other. Sure. Because the more you talk to each other, you learn more about each other, and you understand why people have... But people cer- don't do that anymore. It, it, you know what? You you have to. I had you, people you telling me... You cannot blanketly say... Oh, fuck. You cannot make a blanket statement and say, the virus... I mean, the, the, the antivirus is going to cure this. Okay. You don't know I, I got to make a couple points. You I don't got, know that. I've been told, I've been, anti, I've been told <clears throat> by people, you're just anti-vax. I got the jabs. 
it's not I've about been told being, by it, people you're a COVID denier. Yet I acknowledge that COVID is real and that it in the beginning was something we had to worry about because we didn't know much about it. We, we have gone a year and a half. We know more about it now. We're about to enter year three of 15 days to plank the curve. I understand what this virus is about and, 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 and the things that happen that we have to do to sort of kill it. If we, We're going to go back to putting brain kid sniffer for a minute. He said in his campaign, and he said it as, as early as last week, my goal is zero COVID. Guess what, Joe? Never going to happen. It's an airborne virus. It's here. We have to learn to work around it. It's no different. Without restriction. It's no it's, different. It's than here the- to stay, like the common cold, like the flu, like yeah. anything else. Let's go back. Do you remember in the 80s when the AIDS epidemic, I know it's called pandemic now, but when the AIDS epidemic started? Oh, I, absolutely. I do. And I w- there I was, was a guy that got on TV and was like, oh, don't worry. It, it on, it, it's only in the homosexual world. No heterosexual guy is going to get this virus. You know, no heterosexual woman's going to get this virus. Do you remember his name? I, I Anthony don't. fucking Fauci. Well, and guess what? And now we sit here today while he lies through his teeth and says, oh, the KN95 mask works. And then he's on another network next week says, oh, well, the KN95, it works to an extent, but it doesn't work all the time. And then he says, I never did gain-of-function research with the Wuhan lab. And then it comes out he did do gain-of-function research on this virus with the Wuhan lab. And here we sit. So we're going to go to the question real quick. Who's lying to us? In your opinion, who's lying to us? Everybody. I don't know about everybody. Uh, uh, well, no. It, it, I don't you, know about you, everybody. You you can't pin you can't pin the tail on the donkey on the, on 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 this. Story. Well, I can point to Fauci one, but there are others that I think are implicit in this going forward. Well, uh, all right. So Ned Lamont was on television this afternoon. There's talk, another one talking about. Ned uh, Lamont is the governor of Connecticut, for those of you in the other parts of the world. Hello, New Zealand, whoever you are. Email junctiondysfunctionshow at gmail.com and tell us who you are, because we want to know who our listeners are in New Zealand. And send us a Foster's. Uh, anyway. Um, Australian forbid. That's New Zealand whatever. we're talking about. He's, he's whatever. Right. Let him go. All right. Whatever. <laughs> I'm pretty fucking coherent tonight, so let me alone. <clears throat> when um, you want to be. So Ned Lamont was on television tonight talking about how cloth masks and the paper masks are less effective now against this variant than the The KN95 mask. And Megan made a comment saying, we need to go buy some of those. I'm like, if if you want to, okay. If it makes you feel good, do it. I'm I'm all for that. I'm okay with that. Like I said earlier, everywhere I go now, I mask up. I any back when I get out of the store. It, it, this is a comfort thing for me. Understood. I'm protecting myself. Understood. Which is why I got the jabs. <clears throat> but you have to understand that every state senator, governor, uh, congressman is gonna is gonna go with what the popular opinion is. That's why Ron DeSantis will be the next president of the United States. It, it, they're gonna go with what the pop- You can give me the gas face all you want. If that man if Trump decides to run, DeSantis loses. If DeSantis runs, he wins. And if, Trump doesn't. If either of those two run we lose. That's not true. 
That's uh, not true at all. I'm not a I'm not a Republican by any stretch, but I like Ron DeSantis. I like what he's done. And if you've noticed, depending on what news outlet you do, I don't look at, listen to the news outlets. I'll go straight to the source. World Health Organization, CDC, Florida has seen a downtick. Well, in, but according to Lamont, we are ten percent. Fuck above. Lamont. I'm just telling you what I heard. Okay. Again, not you, the one on Sanford and Son, the one that runs this great state of Connecticut you, you can, into the ground. You can take this for whatever grain of <clears throat> however large a grain of salt that you want to. According to our governor, we are a ten to twelve percent higher infection rate than we were uh four months ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. And how many people now are getting tested versus got tested four months ago? Okay. So going back to earlier in my day, I had to go to so you got a little stabby stab here? <coughs> I had to get blood drawn today. Okay. Okay. I know I've said this for the past couple weeks, but I'm going to ask it again. Mike, are you dying? I'm good. Please don't die. He's good. It I, seems to be a running theme now. It is. So I had to get, my psychiatrist said, I want you to get tested with your thyroid because I'm, I'm on a medication that could have potentially affected Your thyroid's connected to your hiproid and your hiproid's connected, connected to your, your steroids. Anchoroid. <laughs> Ankleroid. Um, Gain of function research brought steroids to the front. Fuck you, Dr. Fauci. So he wanted me to get a uh, blood test to check my thyroid function and, and basic basic endocrine. System. Makes sense. <clears throat> and I had to go to Bacchus. And as you walk through the front door of Bacchus, to the right is the um, vaccine distribution, mm-hmm. like meeting areas. Yep. <clears throat> Further down is the testing. The testing area was three times as busy. He's peeing again. The testing area was three times as busy as the vaccination area. And this is all within... I was there to get my third shot Mm -hmm. three weeks ago. It was converse three weeks ago. We're all going to get this, no matter what. It's going to happen. It's just a, a level. What degree are exactly? You, what, and that, and again, what degree go, are you going to react to? It, it goes back to, and I'm I'm sorry to interrupt, but it goes back to all the bullshit I've taken over the last year. When I, you know, and I'm going to point at the feminazis one more time. You want to go out and have a drunken night and, and get your crevice filled? Great. If you get pregnant. You made the choice, not me. Well, it's my body, my choice. If I want to kill this baby, great. If I want to take this vaccination, which, again, I'm not anti-vax. I'm not COVID denier. I've had the jabs. I'm fully vaccinated. I understand that COVID is real. But if I did not want to do this, guess what? It's my body, my choice. No, you you have to think about the worldview. A vaccination presents, prevents you, and it protects you. You, it doesn't protect, if, if I was vaccinated, and, and which I am, and you guys weren't, that doesn't help you. Not in the fucking least. I can still transmit the disease. The vaccination pre- protects the vaccinated, not the general public. And what the government is telling us. So it doesn't stop me from catching it and then not giving it to somebody else? No, absolutely not. So wait, The World Health wait, Organization wait, 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 wait. has said so. Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. You said, you said it protects me, right? A vaccination protects you. Okay, so it makes me not able to get it, right? It it deadens. No, what you didn't. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're you're going by a portion of what I said. Lynch, help me here. The vaccine protects me, right? Help me. How does the vaccine protect me? 
it deadens. If it doesn't protect you fully, it deadens the symptoms and the issues that you would get. It prevents perhaps hospitalization. It prevents, whereas an unvaccinated guy who I know got COVID was on his ass for six days versus a vaccinated guy who I know got COVID and was on his ass for 36 hours. All right, so it, deadens, it, it, it deadens the problem. So, it, it so according to what you, you are, you are going to help me here. You just said Let him it finish. can stop me from catching the virus, right? Potentially. My vaccination doesn't prevent me from carrying and transmitting the virus that's exactly what i've said and that's exactly what the world health organization and the cdc has said from the beginning i don't understand where the disconnect is okay but if i'm not gonna get it and i'm not who said you're not gonna get it well, you just said the vaccine prevents me from getting it no it said it protects me it does not prevent me from getting it, and that's what I've said from the onset. You can still, right. you can still. Now I'd like to go where I'd like to go. Please do. Okay, first of all, you've peed six times. Mistake. I have to go. Mike, are you are you hot? Mike is hot. He's just not. Every, I didn't even see it. Oh, everybody's mistake is that they think the that this vaccine is supposed to prevent it. Amen. God, it's my, he's a, speaking my language. It's not prevention. It's to lessen the impact it's, if you were to catch it. Do we have some uh, right. ethereal Jesus music we can play right now? Oh. All right. So He's that's speaking the first my mistake. language. First of all, all the people that are talking about, I won't take it. It doesn't prevent shit. First of all, it wasn't supposed to from the beginning. It's, it's supposed to it, deaden it. It's supposed it's, to lessen right. the and impact. And the 15 days to flatten the curve, that 600 and so odd days that Mr. Burns keeps bringing up. Yes, I do. Those days, do, do we all know what that what curve we were referring to in that position? Yes. Which curve? The curve where they were getting many positives and they're like, oh, we have to flatten the, the curve. The No, actually. The only Go curve, ahead. The I gotta only hear curve this. that that was supposed to flatten with the the staying home was the load on the medical system it wasn't to slow down transference it's not what it they tell us uh, it, it is what they've said the whole time the whole <laughs> thing was the 15 days to flatten the curve was to f slow down the amount of people that were flowing into the hospital because you didn't have enough ventilators, it, you didn't it, have enough staff. Right. It wasn't about it wasn't about the general public. It wasn't about society in general. That rule was literally brought about to give the people at the hospitals some sort of small break. I'm gonna listen to this because I do have to go in the other room, but explain <clears throat> to me if you can, because if you listen to any mainstream media any politician anybody who wants to continue feeding the fear about the flatten the curve and, and I'm, I'm with you on this i'm liking where you're going again like lynch said we may disagree but we're always going to come to you know friendship handshake yeah, yeah, yeah. hug beer what have you when you listen to it's the only time i'm going to say his name properly president biden say that Oh, if you're not vaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness or death in the hospitals and this and that. There are medical workers, some that I know and some that you read about online who have done interviews with not mainstream media who say, you know, the hospital stopped being overflowed nine months ago. You know, I get it at the beginning. Jen, Where are we now? Who, who asked you to stay home for, the, for last month? 
for the who last told you, month. Who told you to not go out the house? You're answering a question somebody asked a half hour ago, Rain Man. What I'm asking you is... <clears throat> I see you want to break a smile, but you're you're, you're trying no, to stay. No, I am stay. breaking a smile, but my point is that you're bringing it up, and as they told us all of this, this, and yes, they but did tell us we're that. Still, then, we're still but we're being here fed now, the, and where are you now? We're still being fed the fear. Where on earth, if if I looked at you and said, "Hey, Mike, are you vaccinated?" I don't want to know the answer. I don't need to know. I am, your ma- I am vaccinated. Okay, cool. But, but if I wasn't personally, I don't need to know ma- your medical yeah, yeah, history. Yeah, yeah. Okay, if I said, "If you're not vaccinated," You're gonna have a, a winter of severe death and and illness and 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 all this bullshit that feeds the fear. When you listen to medical professionals who a year and a half ago were heroes, and if they don't want to get vaccinated, are now being shown the door, saying we don't need your services anymore because you failed to get the jab. And there are there are lawsuits in the Sixth Circuit Court and in the Supreme Court fighting Biden, who wanted to have a vax mandate. Look, when you get vaxxed as a five-year-old to go to go to kindergarten, I get it. Every kindergarten class is a Petri dish. Everything is a bunch of kids who rub snot on their sleeve, and they hug each other, and they, and they all touch the same toys, and I get that. When you're 21 years old, you have a choice. Do you get the flu vaccine every year? Some do, some don't. Do you get any medical there are people i know who haven't been to a doctor in 25 years unfortunately one of them just found out his liver's failing got a liver transplant god bless you bill wherever you are hope you're listening i've shared this show with you about six thousand times and haven't heard back from you yet but you have a choice when you're grown if you choose to protect yourself i'm all for it if you choose not to that's your call if you skydive there's a 50 50 chance that shoot's going to open which 50 do you want to be? So that's when, when it came down for me to get the vax, and I called Lynch. I said, I did something I never thought I'd do. I got the vax. Oh, good for you. When I got the second shot, he didn't have to know because he knew I was going to get it. And I haven't gotten the booster yet. But when you're a grown-ass adult human being, you have a choice. Protect yourself or face the risk. What part of that is wrong? I, I don't know as if it's if it's as if it's wrong, but I, I'll tell you this: the problem is, is you're in America, land of the free, home of the brave, and you have a choice. Mm, yes, yes, we do. We do have a choice. However, it's been ingrained into us, and it's part of our. I'm actual, not leaving yet. I'm it's go- part I'm of waiting. our country's culture to fight the power. This country was based on the entire concept of That's how we began. Fight the power. Yeah. All right. So I don't know as if you've got people with actual concerns, or if you've just got people that want to fight the power. I'll answer that question because in a, a minute. lot Keep of the going. things that the people that that are bringing up about this, that, and the other thing. Look, man, I have a severe fucking problem with anybody in the medical industry who believes every bit of fucking medical science that they've taught them and do their job every fucking day by every bit of medical science that they've been taught by, taught, and that every medical science bullshit thing is part of their job and that's the way it is, but this one fucking thing isn't right. So let me get this straight. Everything the medical community has told you for the last 300 fucking years is dead on, but this one thing with this vaccine is a complete sham and a complete bunch of bullshit 
perpetrated by the government. Does anybody else see how fucked up that is? So your entire job is to believe the science, and you believe the science on every other fucking thing, just not this one. Hmm, maybe you're the issue. Not, maybe not, not the, not, not, not the science. You gotta stand behind the science that you support. And, and that's what I'm saying. You can stand behind the science that, that for every other medical issue, and that's what the doctor says, and this is what the CD says, CDC says, and this is how every other medical thing that deals with the medical industry says you're supposed to handle this, but this one particular thing on this one thing that you have an actual choice about, and, it, and that's literally what I feel it comes down to. It's the one thing that, as Americans, you may or may not have an actual choice about, so you're, 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 you're using that choice as a complete point of contention rather than the real issue. The real issue is that 99.9% .9 of all the other medical science you believe that this one point is wrong. Mm, I don't know as if you're necessarily correct on that. Can I tell Why you? Why do you believe all of the other shit, but not this one thing? Your speech, whether you know it or not, <laughs> is everything I've said since day one. And even though as hard as you wanted to fight me, you've made every point that I've ever made in the last 652 days in that three-minute diatribe. Second, I'm going to go back to the haters. I'm going to go back to the people who have either unfriended me or, or, or sold me off or told me you're anti-vax, you're COVID denier, you're this, you're that, and you're the other thing. COVID has affected my life and my family and my friends more than you'll ever know. And I've said since the beginning, you want to get the jab? Get the jab. Don't want to get the jab? Don't get the jab. If you want to protect yourself and your, and, and your family, get yourself jab, get your family jab, whatever. At no point have I ever said to anybody, oh, you shouldn't go get the jab. I've never told anybody what to do. I've stood behind that premise that, like you said, this country was founded by fight the power. At no point have I ever said, don't get the jab, you're feeding the government. Don't get the jab, you're doing this. Don't get the jab, you're doing that. I've always said it's your free choice. You want to you get in a car at 12 o'clock at night, you run the risk of getting hit by a drunk driver. Wasn't your choice. If you want to skydive, you run the risk of that chute not opening. You took the risk. If you want to live your life through this virus, which is now the Omicron, is, has been found to be nothing more than the common cold, you run the risk. If that's the risk you want to take, God bless you. I love you. Do your thing. But for me, I took the precaution I needed to take where my clientele is assisted living, uh, you know, old folks homes, medical facilities. I don't know what's in there. Right. I don't know. Every day that I walked in, and it <clears throat> took me a couple months until I was like, Jesus, I'm walking into a Petri dish. I may want to get myself jabbed in the event that maybe one of the members breathe down into the air. The COVID's in the air. I get the COVID. I'm on my ass for two weeks. Took the jab. That's why I did what I did. I protected myself. That's what it's all about. If you care about yourself, protect yourself. The one thing, before, before your point, Lynch, the one thing that Putting Brain Kid Sniffer said out loud 
in the last month was, you know, if you care, you and your family protect yourselves. Get yourself vaccinated. If you haven't been vaccinated already, dude, the vaccines are free. I I can go to Dodge Stadium tomorrow and you can go to Stop and Shop. You can go to CVS, CVS, Target. If uh, you're in if you're in the Midwest, you can go to Meyer. You can go to Publix. You can go anywhere you want. These vaccinations, for the first time that I can guess in human history, because I haven't been alive for all of human history or American history, are free. They want to protect you. Why not go out and protect yourself? Go ahead, Lynch. Take advantage of what you're given as a free opportunity to protect yourself and those you love in your own household. All right, so... And don't listen to Jen Psaki, that rotten cunt. So, I have a question for you. Oh, I want to hear your answers first. Please, I'm sorry. We got way off point. Um, Real quick, who's lying to us? Again, Chris, everybody. The media... A politician. I dare not say everybody, I, I, but I'll buy it. I, I think it depends who you ask. It, it is. Dep- well, I'm asking it, you it guys, starting with Lynch, who's lying to us? It is dependent on who you ask. Me, as far as I'm concerned, because there's such, like Mike, Mike said, who is who is making this divisive? Is it the public? The general public, yes. Is it the media? Yes. Because it's perpetuated by what they're fed. If but if you say everybody, I'm involved in that. If, if you say everybody, no, no. he's involved in that. All right, I'll say everybody who is a reporting party. I'll buy it. Not necessarily the general public, although I will overhear certain conversations in passing where people say some really ridiculous shit about, <sighs> about it. I know. Um, it, I like it, the it, fact it, that it, we got Herm hot. It, it is about who you ask and at what point you ask that question because you may have asked me a month ago. I may have had a different answer. Yeah. You ask me a month from now, I could well, have a, okay. Good, good point. I could um, have a different answer. Way early on, I didn't want to get it. I didn't want to get the jab, and you kept. Oh, Chris. Well, maybe you. No, fuck. No, fuck. Well, and, and the you, more I thought about it, I made I made on my own an educated, intelligent decision. decision. Because what I what did I tell you when when I said I think I suggest highly suggest you should. You're going to people's home, like you just said. You're going to people's homes domiciles, fucking retirement homes that you don't know. Medical facilities, etc. What, what crud these people have. Exactly. And at first, I was leery, but I did it. Timothy Leary? Not quite <laughs> that, but no, I get it. No, you understand what I'm saying, though. Yeah. You, you made, you, based upon what I had and to say. And you were say, the first call I made when I got the jab. I'm like, dude, I got the jab. And, and Fuck. You, 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 <laughs> you let it process and you let it go through your head saying like, shit maybe he's right maybe i should do this maybe this to protect myself and that's what i'm not asking people to do this i made an intelligent decision versus letting some sleepy cocksucker who eats his pudding and watches matlock at four o'clock tell me what to do right it's not about being told what to do it's about making an educated choice and decision for yourself Mm -hmm. like you said earlier about uh the five-year-old who goes to kindergarten at five years old you don't have a choice to get mmr or polio or no because a you're not of age and b that's kind of the criteria to go to school it's a requirement now this leads into my my question i have a couple questions okay i'm gonna i'm gonna state them all first we can debate them later Mm -hmm. in order to travel what is your thought about having to present 
where you are in your immunization status. Hate it. To COVID-19. Hate it. Okay. All right. So you already answered Doesn't that. break any laws. Does it? No. No. Because if I if I, if I I pull my kid out of Groton Public... No, because I can quote you the HIPAA law. And I, if I pull my kid out of Groton Public... HIPAA is different than going... No, no, no. no to a private business. No. No. Let, look let me, up HIPAA. Let, let, let me... Let me finish my, my statement here. I work, I, go ahead. If I were to pull my kid out of Groton Public School Systems and enroll them in Norwich, guess what they're going to do? They're going to ask me for that same proof that my kid has been immunized against. That's 80- different. You're going into an establishment, a school system. You're underage. As an adult, if an anybody, air, an air- anybody other than personal people like you two says, show me your, show me your records, your medical records, fuck you. No. You're going into an airport, which is funded by the government. I got you. Okay. I got you. That's a government institution. It's open to the public, mm-hmm. but it's a private entity. Mm-hmm. If they ask you for a requirement, much like a high school or a junior high school or an elementary school who is fun- funded by the public. Is it a law? It, because I got an answer to this because somebody from Delta Airlines ma- just a, sued the government a, over this. It's a mandate, not a law. But there are certain things that protect mandates where... Uh, all right, so again, guys, I, I know you've heard me talk about these anti-maskers and, and all the shit on the channel before. Yeah, I know. And I don't know, like they, them any they, more they, than they, you do. Well, they always state it's a mandate, not a law. Okay. Which is true. Okay. I own a business, okay? I own a baseball card store mm-hmm. or a record store or a fucking collectible store. I put a sign on my door that says, please wear a mask or mask. Do you have the same air filtration system as an airport or an airline? Does it that, ma- it does, yes, it does. No, it does. It does not. Delta, the airlines don't have shit for a filtration system. Really? Because Delta just put out a 600-page report yeah, about Del- what their Delta, filtration Delta never system never lies either. I didn't yeah. say they didn't. Yeah, Del- no, more, Del- no more than putting brain kid sniffer does, but we're all following his fucking edict right now. Delta never threw, flew a fucking plane that was defective and almost broke down in Qantas. Qantas never crashed. Yeah, Qantas. Qantas. Anyway, back to my point. If I own my own business, whether it's a record store, a fish shop, a collectible store, as my private business open to the public, I have the right to require no shirt, no shoes, no mask, no service. Understood. Okay. Now. Why is Delta suing the federal government then? Because they're fucking stupid. Oh. I'm telling you, Chris. They're well, just, and just for the hell of it, the no shirt, no no shoes, no service is a health department law. You actually don't have any. You have any no say I on whether you agree with it or not. I, I completely I, understand if that. If I walk into Bradley tomorrow wearing fucking nothing but my knickers, no no shoes. Wait and, a minute. Whoa, and, you wear knickers and no t-shirt. And they tell me to leave and I refuse. They have every fucking right to throw me out of the Can we building. go back to the knickers? You wear knickers? Oh, whatever. You fucking know what I'm talking about. I know. Jeans. Just say jeans. <laughs> you, you. God damn it. It's 2021. <laughs> I know. Get heated. Let's go. People have every fucking right to be upset about the entire pandemic and, and, and the restrictions that it's put upon them. I understand that. But when either a privately owned business or a federal organization is requiring you. I can't go to the fucking post office and go into the lobby and start filming because there's chapter seven 
Title VII in the USPS PS, um, rules that say I need fucking permission from the postmaster to film in this building. It's open to the public, mm-hmm. but it's not open for public scrutiny. So would you say that Biden and his administration, I don't want to just put this all on putting brain kid sniffer. I want to put this on the administration, all of them, to say that to get on an airplane, if Southwest, which I fly when I fly, my daughter is going to be on a Southwest flight in February, says, come in, wear a mask. They're a privately owned yet publicly traded company, and they want to put that on you. If you want to fly that airline, you do it. And I've said that before, and Mike and I have had this discussion off air, on air, yada, yada, yada. If a privately owned company says this is what it takes to come on, that's cool. But if you find out that the air filtration on an airline, because, again, you're locked in this (coughs) tube for anywhere from two to, in some cases, a 16-hour flight, where the air filtration system works at a five-minute clip, and it is recycling the air and putting out fresh air. I, I can see you getting hot. I'm not even looking at you. I can feel you getting hot, Herm. No, I'm listening. Okay. And the air filtration system is there for the people to make sure that anything that happens, you're getting fresh air. If you catch something, it just happens. But they try They try their best to make sure that everybody aboard that flight is taken care of in the best possible way. But if you still ask me to wear a mask, I'm going to wear the mask. But wait, there's more. Now, you're on a longer flight. They're going to serve you dinner. Or maybe they serve you lunch or peanuts or a drink or what have you. You could take that mask off. Again, we're fucking pissing in our own pond by letting... Again. uh, All right. Never mind. Go ahead. Accommodations. Is it reasonable to tell you you have to eat with a mask on? Absolutely not. It's not a reasonable request. Are you still breathing when you take the mask off? Or are you holding it for dear life? But listen, Chris, if I if you were to go to a restaurant, if you were to go to La Stella down in fucking Norwich, order order a slice or a pie, and we're to be told that between every bite you take out of that pie or your slice, you had to put your mask back, back on. Is that a reasonable request? No, I'm- Americans wouldn't tolerate that. I'm going to say it one more time. For the- it doesn't matter how you phrase it. Americans would not tolerate it's that. It's not a reasonable Israel is matter. Israel has done the same thing, and I'm going to say it way loud for the people in the back, and I know that's a popular phrase for the kids now. It's an airborne virus. I understand that. It doesn't fucking matter. So if I were to come to your house, and I knew I had COVID, I knew, willingly, I went into either one of your houses, okay. knowing I have COVID, not wearing a mask, don't divulge that to you. Did we protect ourselves? Doesn't matter. It the does. Pre- no, it does not. The protection is... To an extent, it does. The protection... I'm, gonna, I'm, the I'm throwing pro- this out there. The protection is like wearing a broken fucking condom. It's happened. You wear a broken fucking condom, Got guess a daughter what? that way. You're going to knock up somebody. You could, you could walk not in... true, but... I'm just telling you. I got you. you. I got you. You understand where I'm going with this. If I walk into an establishment, your house, residence, whatever the fuck it is... Knowing I have COVID and I'm per- per- then you're an asshole. Perpetu- tr- 
purposely protect Then you're an asshole. Right. But I don't divulge that to you, and you get sick and you fucking die, and I just sit there and laugh about it. Then you're an asshole. Yes. So why is that any different than somebody who is vaccinated? Just, just go with the flow, man. Go with the flow. Go with what, what we're... Wait a minute. Whoa, you're asking me to just... No, I'm not telling you to roll over like a fucking dog, Chris. Thank you. Thank I'm, you. I'm asking you to... You just answered my question. I'm asking you to be respectful to the requests of the per, of, of the per, proprietor or the the person or or the business that you're you're trying to inhabit. If they're asking you to wear a fucking mask, if Chris's baseball shop says, never, I've never, dude, you've heard me say it a million I, times. I'm not. You ask me to wear the mask. I'm gonna wear the mask. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not directing this at you personally I'm you asked me for my personal health information you can go fuck yourself that's private and there are laws but, preventing that but hipaa don't give me hipaa god damn it that's that's doctor to patient that, and you that, can't share that no i know no, i've that's done the my only homework. law chris I have HIPAA is a law affecting the people who actually possess your information at the doctor's office. There is no law. They can't ask you for your personal health information. No. It, no. Look it up. The doctor is look not allowed to share it with anybody. And nor can at anybody doctor, ask you no, for your personal no, shit. You're right. Uh, you're right. A business or a specific person asking the doctor. Anybody asking? They can't any, ask you for your look personal it up. shit. I Anybody have, on the planet can ask you your personal information. It is not a break of a law or a HIPAA right or anything. I'm not. I've never it said the word applied, HIPAA. I understand never. that, but you're confusing what HIPAA actually protects with your personal rights, and there is no fucking connection between the an em- two an employer can ask me for my health history no an, an employer company- can ask you to go to the doctors and they can ask you to have a physical a restaurant they can a pay- concert venue cannot ask me it's already in the circuit yes, court we're gonna find out in the next few months that i am right and i want y'all both to bow down and kiss my feet when it happens because it's already in the circuit court sixth circuit court in washington by people asking, can we ask their personal... It goes back to Nazi Germany. Show me your papers. We don't have to. We're a free fucking society. And if... And and look, like we said about the concert venues when Live Nation came out and said, well, you have to show your vaccination card. Fuck you. I'll sell my kiss tickets. I don't give a fuck. My personal health information is none of your fucking concern it's in the law already and they are going they're already dude if it makes a sixth circuit court dude it's not like small claims court connecticut or or small claims court indiana or wherever the fuck this is serious business and you're infringing on people's rights to privacy thank you fuck you bye go ahead lynch all right so i'm gonna throw a little factoid out here i saw your butt crack you can you can research it or not during the time of crisis, federal and local jurisdiction can overrule that. To rec- make when it- put to a vote, when- I've seen it. Yes, and if it's put to a vote, and- then yes, I'll do it. It's not been put to a vote. But why wouldn't you just? I understand what you're saying, Chris. You don't want to just roll over, and I. I it has I, nothing to do with rolling over. You're, you're not the type of guy that's just going to roll over like a dog and and just. Give up your shit. Never have, never will. <clears throat> but in the in the 
essence of making life go on for the other individuals on the planet, why would we not volunteer that information to make... You're going to get pissed when I say this. I can already see it in your face. I'm just... To make other, face. Pe- make other people comfortable about oh, being... Christ. A, now I'm hot. No, Chris, you have to realize that... We, we, yes, it's about me, but I'm I'm in a fucking plane... I'm in a big fucking Tylenol pill with wings in a, in a plane full of fucking strangers that don't know me from fucking Adam. When did that ever bother you getting into a plane before this? Always, whether or not, whether or not we knew, it always knew. bothered me because okay, okay, this, okay. Mo- this motherfucker in front of me, who's licking in his fucking seat and coughing all over the fucking place, could have the fucking plague. I don't know that. But you know what? You t- you you're up front with me and say, "Hey, you know, I'm jabbed. I'm good. All right, cool. I'm good too. I'm okay with that." My problem S- saying that you're, va- I go ahead, I, I, please. I go back to equate it with, is your child vaccinated to be in my fucking school? Are you vaccinated enough to be in my fucking airplane that I own or, or, or in my establishment that I fucking run mm-hmm. and I'm trying to protect myself, you, and the other p- patrons in my building by asking you to wear a mask? I don't give a fuck if you're vaccinated at that point. That, that's on you. Like you said, personal responsibility. Personal per- responsibility. Personal responsibility. <clears throat> Mike's looking but, a little egregious but, now. He, he's but, like, uh, uh, but, uh, but wanting to know if we're going to make time. We're not. All right. But 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 we go a little over. Not uh, by the, much. Let's the, let's close it out. The point I'm trying to make here is that is that it's an unfortunate <clears throat> it's an unfortunate collateral damage in today's society that sometimes we have to bend to our inner feelings about how to handle this situation. And you understand what I'm talking about, Chris. You've heard me say it. You want to get vaccinated? I think everybody should get vaccinated. I think everybody should take certain precautions. I don't think we should go with the herd mentality and, well, you should just go get vaccinated because it protects everybody. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't. It doesn't protect everybody. And I'm going to agree with you on that point 100,000%. It protects you and the people you love that live in your house. Other than that, you could still get the fucking virus even though being vaccinated. Bingo. And as we close and, this out, uh, go ahead. Uh, you finish I, your point, please. I've heard of people getting the third shot who have recently been either exposed or tested positive for COVID on their third shot. Oh, my God, Christ. How many times have you and, seen that my daughter's been exposed and she spends two weeks out of school and, and, for exposure, not tested positive, exposure? And this happened to a friend of mine who's an educator. I'm not going to mention any names, but... This happened a couple weeks ago that she was exposed and she came up positive for it. Okay. So she had to fucking quarantine herself from her own goddamn family. How'd she do? She's fine. She's fine. She got had a, you know, like a rough week, but she's okay now. Many do. And I don't know. Again, this is where the, 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 the line in the sand and this, this whole, not, I don't want to say debate, but this, this whole discussion, discussion is people's passion and people's opinion come into play, which I am all about per- mm-hmm. people, personal opinion. I want to listen to it. I want to hear it. I want to make you under- understand where I'm coming from. I want to understand where you're coming Understood. from. Understood. Uh, Herm, final thought? Nope, I'm good. All right, listen. I'm going to say this <clears> once, 
and I'm going to say it for the final time, because if I have to defend myself any further, I will come to your house and stab you, your grandma, <laughs> and everybody else. No, you can't threaten violence. I am pro-vaccine. So am I. Protect yourself. I am pro-safety measures to an extent. I am not pro-sharing your health information. I am telling you that the way to protect yourself and your loved ones is tell them to go get vaccinated. This is here. It is not going away. As we get more variants, as they as it mutates, and it, it, everything that mutates eventually, they either get stronger or they get lower. The Omicron is lower. So we're moving in the right direction. So... For you, for your families, for your coworkers, for your loved ones, whomever it is, go get the jab. I've never been anti-jab. I've never been COVID denier. I'm telling you for the final time right here on Dysfunction Junction, protect yourself. Tell your loved ones to protect themselves. But at no point do you crumble and let the government tell you how and where you can move along because in the end, and I wore my T-shirt special today, <laughs> as we move along, the final variant will become communism, and nobody wants that. And my final point on the reason I even brought up the whole vaccination card thing is that it's going to be an unfortunate inevitability here coming soon. You're not going to be able to travel. I'll sit in the goddamn house for the rest uh, of my life. I don't care. Uh, I'm just saying, Chris, it, it, it's it's going to be inevitable, and you're not going to be able to tra travel internationally or even domestically without providing the information. Understood. I want to throw a couple shout-outs to Jesse and to Luke, who have been listening to the show. They like the way it sounds. Obviously, we got to point to Big Herm for that one. Um yeah! We're going to keep doing a lot of great things next week. Hopefully we'll have something fun, or maybe we'll do COVID Part 2. If Herm doesn't kill me on the way home, it's going to be a goddamn miracle. For Chris Lynch, for Mike Herman, I'm Chris Burns. This is Dysfunction Junction. We will see you next week. Peace! <laughs>